Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome. Uh, Friday's in the top end here. You've got Robbie Hale. We're just waiting on the uh, Clark brothers, Jackson and Raf, to uh, get into the studio. Um, I don't think they're there yet. Uh, plenty to cover uh, this week on Fridays in the Top End. We've got a uh, NTFL preview, footy tonight, um, the prem- premiership rematch. Um, uh, Clarky, we got you there, mate. Robbie, mate, yep. how are you? A bit of a different start today. Um, I do. We've got Raf here in the studio. We've got you, though, in the uh, the SEN studios down in Melbourne. How's it like, mate? I've never been there. Oh, it's very nice, mate. Um, just next door is Dermy Burton and uh, Tommy Morris there. So... Nah, it's yep. uh, not bad. First name basis with those boys yet? Uh, I know Tommy from school, but um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see Got how we go. Got the red carpet rolled <laughs> out for you. Now, awesome, mate. Um, hey, Robbie, plenty to talk about today. Um, so mm. I will send you through my notes, which is probably a bit of an off-air chat, but I reckon uh, we're going to get stuck into the NTFL today. I know that's something that we've been interested in doing for the last sort of couple of weeks, and we've been teasing it. But, of course, all the AFL stuff we've had to get through as well. Before we do all that, uh, Raf, what's been going on, mate? You are off to the United States uh, next week. Is that correct? Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, everyone's probably laughing at my timing, but uh, it, it was booked um, over 12 months ago. And, um, yeah, a uh, couple of mates of mine were heading off on Wednesday uh, for about three and a half weeks to go watch some sporting, uh, sport, a bit of a sporting tour. So NBA games, uh, NFL games, some ice hockey, mate, whatever, whatever pops up. The baseball finals are, are starting as well, so... Yeah, a um, couple of my mates are really deep into the American sports and they, they love it. So, yeah, I'm just uh, going along just to be able to switch off from, from work and football for, oh, probably not so much football because we're starting. <laughs> um, but the, the main thing is I've, I've got, um, you know, almost got a team ready to go this weekend. But the good thing is we, we don't play this weekend with the Div, uh, Div 1 and Div 2 teams. So, yeah, I get to have a, an extra week to get my side together. Um, and then I unfortunately have to hand it over. Um, for a couple of weeks, so yeah, <laughs> yeah as much as it's exciting to get ready and going, I'm, I'm more excited to um, be getting on a plane. So very nice, mate. Unfortunately, so going on the big sports tour over in the US. Where are you going? Like, what are some of the cities you're going to? Vegas, New York, LA, those yeah, types. Flying to San Fran. Um, yeah. yeah, do four, about four nights in Vegas. Um, if I get out of Vegas, uh, we've got <laughs> we've got a few um, NFL games already booked in. Um, so, yeah, we're doing a bit of a round trip and then back up in uh, San Fran um, after about three and a half weeks and fly back at home. So Very nice. Yeah, so it's more of a see see what's happening when we're, when we're moving along. Um, yeah, if there's a, there's a game on in whatever city it's close by, we'll jump in a car and drive there. Or, you know, the good thing about the US, you can jump on a flight and uh, be there within an hour and whatnot. So, yeah, it's more of the see, see what comes sort of thing. And if there's a concert on or if something else pops up, we'll, we'll just jump on there and ha- have a look. So... Yeah, yeah, very nice. Hey, Guru, um, your Banks team is a week away from their first game. Obviously, the rest of the competition starts this week. How are you feeling one week out? Is What happens when there's one week out from a season? Are you still trying to put the finishing touches with recruits or are you sort of handling the logistical side of things and making the recruits feel welcome in Darwin or, or still trying to put the list together? What does it look like being a coach of a team one week out from a season? 
Yeah, I think it's pretty much the first time I've coached a side and we've had a bye the first week, I think. So it's been a bit different. Um, you know, we had, a, we had a scratch match last night and smashed in and the boys were good. And there's probably two, there's probably probably 14 blokes who are, you know, selected for the side probably already on merit and everything else. And then a couple of blokes put their hands up and a couple sort of fell short a bit, I think, from the game. So probably would have liked a bit more buy-in from a few more players, but is what it is. And especially at Prem's Resi's level, you know, you can't demand a whole lot more, I don't think. So, um, yeah, we're looking pretty good. Um, some solid fly-ins and a few good recruits uh, have rocked up. So... All uh, full steam ahead. Very nice, mate. Uh, did you watch the AFL Grand Final last weekend? Silly question, Robert. Of course you watched the AFL Grand Final. Uh, what were your thoughts on that one before we get really sink our teeth into that one? Yeah, it was a uh, great contest, wasn't it? Um, mm. Nut Collingwood get it done again in a close one. Um, yeah, I, I was obviously uh, rooting for Brisbane Lions with most of Australia, so I was disappointed. And <laughs> obviously had a sneaky wager as well at Kadeen Coleman about five minutes into the, because uh, you do live betting, I put, put a bet on him <laughs> five minutes into the uh, first quarter and that was looking really good. So that was a good tip by Raf there. Thanks, mate. Yeah, you could almost, do a, um, <laughs> could almost offer like a territory special market for some of these AFL grand finals. They always seem to perform above and beyond. Um, obviously, you know, we wouldn't have won it because Kadeen Coleman didn't get it. But Zach Bailey had a good start as well. I thought at quarter mm. time there, they stopped it. It could have been out of Coleman and, um, and Bailey. But of course, obviously with Collingwood winning, that made that a little bit tricky. Where did you watch the game? Were you with the Banks boys? Yeah, I was at the Banks boys at uh, Silks there. So yeah, um, yeah good little uh, day put, put on there. Very nice. Um, so the Banks boys are ready. Have you got – what are your numbers looking like? Because across the board, there are a few senior teams that, you know, I've had conversations with and it's, oh, all right, numbers are down. I know there are some teams who are sort of thriving at the moment, but what are the numbers looking like at Banks at the moment? Will you have uh, more than enough to fill two teams? Yeah, I think so, but I don't think we'll have, like, uh, any leftovers. I think there'll be a few yeah. blokes that – I think there's three or four older blokes that, you know, reaching 40s that might have to fill in for the Magoos. Which isn't ideal, I don't think, mm. and I don't know. I was trying to have a look online to see how the, how the Premier uh, Premier League Resi sides are looking. Um, I'm not too sure. Maybe Raf can tell us how Saints are looking as well. Mm. But I know that they're you know trying to look for a few players, and it does seem like there's a bit of a drop off, doesn't it? From that top yeah, of end, of, top end of talent to you know your bottom four or five players, and that seems to be what people are telling me. Yeah, 100. percent So. Very NTFL-oriented show today, I'm thinking, Robert. We are only... I was going to say one day away. We're not. We are... This is today. The NTFL season starts tonight with Waratah taking on Southern District in the Premiership rematch, the grand final replay. Um, before we talk more about... Because I think we can go through team by team and do a full preview and, and really get into it. But what stands out about tonight's game for you? Do you think it's going to be a high-standard, high-quality game between Southern Districts and Waratah? Or do you think it'll be one of those ones where, um, you know, the teams will sort of just feel each other out and, and, and get it like a real typical round one type game? Or will we get a surprise like we did last year when Waratah come out and thumped St Mary's? No, nah, I don't reckon there'll be a massive surprise, um, guys. Uh, looking at the teams also, like I think there's a few good, a uh, few different names for both sides. Mm. Um what impressed me the most was that Southern Districts have named probably six to eight blokes that are around that 17 to 19 range, which is really good. Um, and Waratahs have done something similar. But I do think Waratahs are probably going to be a bit, a, a tad more stronger, I'm guessing. I don't know how you two are reading it. Yeah, at this stage, um, it's a big unknown, really. Like, you look at Waratahs' team even, and they've got two blokes on the bench, you know. Like, it, it's... 
I, yeah, I don't know. It's This is probably another topic for us, but I was having a look at a couple of different teams, even Buffalo's team, and, and what's being named on the website might be a little bit different to what runs out. So it's going to be hard to get a proper read on the Waratah Districts name, but it looks like the teams might go fairly similar to how they're named. Like Districts have named Jed Anderson in the middle and Jared Brander at full forward, so they probably will go pretty similar to how they look. But we do need to go to a break, Rob, so I'll yep. throw to this break, and then we will talk more a little bit about the AFL Grand Final, the NRL Grand Final, which was an absolute thriller as well. There has been a fair bit of Territory football news, like Nakai Cockatoo's announced his retirement. Uh, Jack Paris has received a little bit of interest from the Gold Coast Sun, so we'll talk about that and where those players sit and, of course, go through all the NTFL games from this weekend. Stay with us. This is SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin finding a place to write your next chapter. SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin finding a place to write your next chapter. Uh... An unbelievable game of football last weekend to culminate the AFL season. It was a really, really good grand final. Collingwood 12-18-90 defeated the Brisbane Lions 13-8-86. A really, really interesting game. It ebbed and flowed. It, I, you couldn't tell who was going to win the game until really deep into the last quarter. And even then, it was exciting when Joey Danaher kicked that late goal uh, to make it under a kick. Robbie, obviously, we were hoping, you know, most neutrals around Australia, as you acknowledge, were hoping for a Brisbane Lions win. But did we get the deserved premier for the 2023 AFL season? Yeah, I, I definitely probably do agree with that, Clarky. especially if you factor in probably, what, five or six weeks out from probably the finals. Collingwood were, what, three games clear, I think. So, mm. And you had the, the top two sides um, go through, so it was a pretty good um, outcome there. But, yeah, Collingwood just have that clutch, don't they? And you know, I used to always think, oh, well, you win by, you know, a small margin and, you know, it's it's a kick in it. It's not a massive win, but it's just with Collingwood, it just seems like it's, they just set, them, set games up that way, don't they? 100%. And, Raf, what was your take on, I thought it was really cool uh, to relate this back to Territory Footy. Bobby Hill, the Norm Smith medalist, put on a clinic, really. Probably played, well, not probably. I'd say it was his best game of his career, especially when you take into account the context of it all. Uh, first year at the Pies, and geez, he's delivered. It was pretty cool how after the game they said, like, what was your inspiration or what was your motivation heading in? And he said that he put on a couple of tapes of uh, Cyril Rioli's grand final highlights from the 2015 uh, Norm Smith medal win against West Coast. Pretty cool to see... Cyril Rioli, a player like, and it's going to go on for years and years and years, but the influence and the impact that he has still on some of our game stars. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and when you think about it, the way he played, like, you know, the tackles, the pressure he put on, then to take a couple of Cyril like marks, and then the goals he finished with. Um, yeah, if I was. You know, back in Collingwood, in I would he would have been the other one I would have picked for best on. But I was like like Robbie and the rest of Australia, we were all cheering for Brisbane. So um, yeah, he yeah after that first couple of goals, I was thinking, geez, I actually forgot to um, put one on the you know on, on the Collingwood players. So yeah. <laughs> and he definitely would have been in, in, in a couple I would have went for. So you know, just to back the the young Indigenous boys in and um, yeah, like Coleman, you know, their best footy come out in finals. So mm. you know, it's awesome to see and. You know, if Cyril is your inspiration, you're not, you're not bloody, um, you're not, not doing too not, badly. Yeah, not doing too badly. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, he, he's going to have that, like you said, for a long time to come. And, mm. and a lot of blokes growing up would have, um, yeah, that are playing now, Cyril would have been probably their favourite player. So and along with Buddy and those sort of blokes. So, yeah, mm. shout out to Cyril if he's tuning in. Hopefully he is. I think um, Nick Dacos also paid a bit of a tribute to Cyril, Cyril and yep. Andrew McLeod and said they were the players that he liked yep. watching growing up. And you can sort of tell uh, by Nick's silky skills that he may have watched them pretty closely as well. So, hey, Rob, do you get...
get a bit frustrated seeing what Bobby Hill has been able to do for Collingwood, knowing that um, Bombers couldn't get that trade done when it oh. might have been a little bit of resistance at Bombers' end? Oh, geez, mate. Don't get me started on that. You know, you got Bobby <laughs> Hill that just didn't that didn't come to us, and then you also factor in that we had Joey Danaher out there and Connor McKenna playing for Brisbane. Then you mm. factor in also you had Adam Saad. Jack Crisp. Yep, and you also Who wanted had, um, to come to Bombers. Yep. That's the context. And then that. you've yep. also got Adam Saad that played in the prelim. So as an Essendon supporter, mm. and um, Dunkley was a chance too. At yeah, one and point Dunkley. To so I guess I guess it's a w- alarm bells, you know, for the Bombers. And obviously, I think now Jade Gresham will nominate Essendon. You get Ben McKay and Todd Goldstein, um, and then Dylan Shield goes out. So I you know something's got to break at Essendon. And as an Essendon supporter, it's highly frustrating. All right, so we're talking about Essendon now. Any chance of Harry <laughs> Oliver? I think Oliver's a player that is um, fits our um, our mould of need um, as an inside mm. mid. We do struggle with that inside ball a bit. So, um, yeah, it's definitely – but we'll have to give up something for that. One of our promising sort of up-and-coming midfielders, I'd imagine, and a couple of early picks. Mm. So, a couple of the calls from last week. I did – like, I didn't have a – so, what did we have for first goal? I said Oscar McInerney. That did not even get close. Um, did you had McCreary go? Was he anywhere near it? That was your prediction last week, wasn't it, Robert? And yeah. who was your Norm Smith tip? Because my Norm Smith was day cost, but that was that was a cheap one because that was he was my, my favourite. Um, my Norm Smith tip was Joey Danaher on the basis oh, that yeah. he loves playing on Darcy Moore, and that and that come to fruition, but not enough. Yeah, he was he was in one. the market. Because I'm I'm similar. I had um my Smokey that I told people uh, was Tom Mitchell who I thought would just rise. He had 13 tackles when he played in the grand final for Sydney uh, all those years ago, and he sort of had similar stats again. Uh, seven clearances, which I think was a game high. 13 tackles, 24 disposals. So I thought he played good. And my only other call was, I thought, and this is a little bit harsh, it's very hard to make calls that are you know on the negative side of things, but I thought Dane Zorko and uh, Cam Rayner may struggle a little bit, and I thought both of those probably did struggle a bit. Mm, so yep. I'll take that as a little mini win. Um, but of course, yeah, we wanted the Lions. Uh, what was your thoughts on Zach Bailey's game, Rob? He started the game really well, two very good goals in the first quarter, um, but then probably drifted out a little bit. Oh, yeah, it was a um, magnificent goal, wasn't it? A lot of people are saying it was the, goal, the goal of the, of the year. year. Yeah, so... Mm. No, he really tore it apart that second quarter, uh, first quarter, and then I, I just I had a feeling that I thought uh, Brisbane were going to run away with it a little bit in the second. And Collingwood's credit, they were able to pull it back a bit. So um, yeah, and mm. he sort of went in and out. And we we thought that forward line was going to give Collingwood nightmares, but Collingwood done well um, with negating it, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Raf, did you think that Lockie Neal almost a little bit more help needed a little more help there from the Brisbane midfielders? I know that Will Ashcroft, uh, his injury, sort of. Didn't hurt the Lions midfield. They were able to cover him. But, you know, having another extra star player like him in there would have really helped, especially, um, and we don't want to add to the pile on on Jared Berry, but Berry didn't have his best game on the weekend. Jared Lyons come on as a sub and, you know, was okay, but he's not that dynamic type. He's more of a sort of tractor in the midfield that can run around and get his 25 over the course of a game than provide a real impact as a sub. So do you think they needed just a little bit more bite in the midfield, Raf? Yeah, definitely. And and, and Rainer, like we said, didn't have his impact as well when he goes on the ball for a couple of changes and whatnot. And, um, you know, Bailey, you know, his first quarter was really good. So you're relying on your younger crew to mm. sort of stand up in the midfield. And, you know, on the biggest day um, of the year, yeah, he definitely needed a couple of extra midfielders to give him an extra hand. Um, you know, even even get their 20-plus touches and help him out. So, you know, and to only lose by a kick and mm. at the end, like, you know, um, like, yeah, like I say, we're all back in Brisbane and cheering for Brisbane and, uh, I had a few high fives because my brother Xavier, um, he was the one. He said, "Oh, have you put anything on Bailey? Because you know, with their jobs and what they do, they're not allowed to back on the oh, yeah. on the, the AFL." And he sort of gave me, you know, he goes, "Oh, 
after Bailey's game last week, if I'm if I was betting man, I'd be putting <laughs> some on Bailey. So yeah, there's a couple of high fives in that first quarter between me and him. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's he's going to run away with it here, the way that the Brisbane were looking after he kicked mm-hmm. those two goals. So um, at the same time, I had had Coleman as well. So mm-hmm. I was um, after at the quarter time break. I think I got a text message from Robbie, and he even he said, you know, um, you're looking good here, Russ. So <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> but <laughs> Bobby Hill had to go and ruin it. Hundred <laughs> percent. We do need to go to a break, but one more question for you Robbie before we do go do is there such thing as an honourable loss in a grand final like Brisbane you know did they lose any admirers here nah definitely not but it's one of those things if you look down and you know they've been at the top for a while um, and other clubs are coming from you know your Carlton's you, you know Sydney will be better next year GWS so it, it could be something that slips but I reckon we'll know in 12 months time um, especially with an ageing well we should shouldn't yeah, we yeah we should know time. I reckon so but I reckon we just don't know if um, yeah it's one of those things that we decide later yeah. I, I feel alright we'll go to a quick break plenty more to come here on SEN Fighters in the top end thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin finding a place to write your next chapter <laughs> 